Concepts for Living. Welcome to Concepts for Living. Concepts for Living. This service is coming to you from the Chapel of the Anointing. Concepts for Living can change your life today. Hi, welcome again to Concepts for Living. Biblical principles for contemporary living. In this particular message, I'm going to be speaking about the responsibility of the church to the world. My theme, we'll leave the light on for you. The observation. We, we, we observe some things. Yes, God calls us to do some things that's beyond us so that when it's done, he gets the glory. Hmm? What is it that God has called you to do that you have been struggling with? What is it? What is it that has you with your head bowed? What is it that causes you to feel as though you're inadequate? What is it? God has a way of easing in on us. Sometimes it doesn't happen because you reasoned it all out yourself. God sends somebody. I said, God sends somebody. Can I get a witness? I said, God will send somebody. And the interesting thing is, you didn't send for them. I said, you didn't send for them. God sends somebody. I'm going to encourage somebody right now this is this observation has to be your observation this situation has to be your situation this condition has to be your condition but the potential also has to be your potentiality god wants to do something awesome through you and you don't know you don't see how you're gonna do it and if we yield to our humanity we're going to say, God, this is too big for me. I can't handle this. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we can't understand God's language. So you know what God does? He gives us something to observe. More than something to hear. Look at God. Do you know what God did? God permitted the angel to introduce him to the candlestick. Now imagine, the candlestick was one of the most important articles in the tabernacle. I say in the tabernacle. Because before there was a temple, there was a tabernacle. I said before there was a temple there was a tabernacle okay you have to understand that the tabernacle was what Moses was blessed to produce but the temple was what Solomon was blessed to produce but the church 
is what Jesus was blessed to produce. Well, I'm going to go by myself this morning. To the extent that Jesus said, I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Somebody ought to give God a hand right now that in every dispensation, in every time, in every season, in every generation, God has a way of providing what you and I need to stay connected with him. From a tabernacle to a temple to the church. Thank you, Holy Ghost. And so now, here he is, head bowed, half sleep. He's awakened now, and he hears. He sees more than he hears. What have you seen lately? Uh, what, what, what visions have you had lately? Anybody in here have discovered that God is still speaking to you? You may be going through great difficulty, but God's still speaking to you. He may well be speaking to you out of that difficulty. So here's the candlestick with all of the features. With all of the interactive development of that which is so complex yet God uses it to get right to it what God was doing is talking to a man who's supposed to produce the temple you get me he's supposed to produce it by reconstruction and he doesn't know how he's going to do it. He doesn't see how it can be done. But God does this. God just comes and says, I'm going to let you know it will be done. Yeah. And the way God did it, he let him see the article that belongs in the temple. If you can believe that's what belongs there, it'll give you some inspiration to get the job done. Then you see, God, 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 God is so awesome. God, 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 God is saying, I know you, I know you're, 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 it's a daunting task to you, but I, what I want you to know is that I'm going to fix it so that I'm going to give you a hint. I'm going to show you what's going to be in it before it is completed. I'm going to, I'm going to show you the furnishing before you throw the walls up. I'm going to show you a part of the inner feature of what has not yet been constructed. That's why you and I have to understand that when God showed him the candelabra or candlestick or lampstand as they call it, he was saying, just as sure as you're seeing this, <laughs> you're going to see what this is going to be a part of. Oh, I'm trying to tell them, Lord, that God's not going to show you the finished construction. But he'll show you just enough to get you to dry your tears, to get you to act like you're supposed to act. And God's just going to give you just enough, just enough 
but that just enough ought to be enough to help you to get your act together. God encourages, God encourages, God inspires, God encourages, God will encourage you to believe what you don't see, to believe that you'll be adequate to bring it about, to construct it. Well, you know, we always have three points to our messages. Number one, the observation. Number two, the interpretation. And number three, the application. Stay tuned and be further blessed through this message. Secondly, this is most important now. If God promised it, he's going to perform it. I know it sounds succinct, but but if God promised it, he's going to perform it. This is the confidence that we've got to get. Hmm? This is the confidence that we've got to get. This is the confidence that we've got to develop. Paul, when he was writing to the Philippians, that's what he said. He said, he said, he said I, 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 I want you to act confidently. I, I want you to act. Say, God got me this. I, I saw a little something the other day, but I, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to finish this thing. I don't know if I'm going to be able to build this thing. But I, he did show me that, that candlestick thing. Come on now. If God showed you that, the rest is on the way. Paul said to the Philippians, listen to this, being confident. I always look at that. He, said, he doesn't say, I'm trying to be confident. He said, being confident of this one thing. Not all other, but this one thing that he, that he, who had begun a good work he will I said he will perform it and listen to this until the day of Jesus Christ read it for yourself Philippians 1 verse 6 Look at somebody and say, be confident. No, no, really. Tell somebody, they need it from you. They need it from you. Tell, just tell them, be confident. Be confident. I know that you're facing some daunting things, but be confident. <laughs> God showed you a little bit. Just be confident. Have your own kind of service. Have, make your own kind of music. Just get by yourself. And anytime you're going to get around people who are going to put you down more than lift you up, you need to get away from those people. And you need to get with somebody who can lift you up and encourage you. And I'm saying, being confident. I know what the situation says, but being confident of this one thing. So then, so then, the observation requires interpretation, imagery of the, the sight, the lampstand, the bowl at the top, 
the seven lamps, the seven pipes, the two olive trees, one on either side. It's all reminiscent of the historic setting in the tabernacle. Exodus chapter 25, verse 31 down through 40. We'll give you that whole setting. Or it's reminiscent of the temple in Solomon's day. 1 Kings 7, 48 down to 50. This sight abounds with symbolic messages. Everything that God is going to communicate with you will require interpretation. You know why? Because we live in a world that has already made its interpretation of things. We need to know what is God saying. Example. I was working for Sears and Roebuck. And every night, I would go into a certain place and I prayed. I've had people to come while I was praying to, to kick the bottom part of my foot, my shoe, to say, hey, this is not a church. What are you doing? And I'd be praying, God, use me here in some way to get you glory. Use me here. I know what my job is. I know I can do my job. But, but, but Lord, I, I want you to use me. I, I want you to use me beyond what I can do so you can get glory. See, as long as you're doing what you can do, God is short on glory. But when he calls you to do something that you can't do, and you know you can't, yeah. but you want to, he gets the glory. Yeah. And so this particular night, I got up, and I was going, checking all the areas, and I saw all this gold jewelry, pieces, just there. I said, hmm, oh, that's something funny about that. No one else was around. So I picked it up. I could hardly make it through the night. Just waiting for the day. Day came. I went up to the main office and I said, I need to talk with, and I told Mr. Kavanaugh, walked in, I said, Mr. Kavanaugh, I found this. What, what, where did you get? Wait, sit there, wait. Wait, wait, wait now. Wait, wait. All of the showcases were empty. That meant the manager had taken the stuff to put it in the safe. But in the process, he dropped these. I haven't stolen a thing, sir. He said, oh, by the way, you're right. 
You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you a thief. I didn't. I said, but you almost did. Because you know, you just, and I, you know, I was young, more cocky than I am now, and I just thought I'd help him a little bit. I said, you, what are you going to charge me with that? I said, don't you know somebody else would have taken that? But I brought it back. He said, you sure did. He says, I don't know what to say. Thank you is not enough. We're going to have to do something for you beyond this. So he says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to promote you to another job. What kind of, well, where would you like to work? <laughs> I said, over in the men's department. Watch this now, watch this. Oh, what are you going to do over there? I'm going to be a salesman. He said, we don't have any black salesmen. I said, you ask me what I want to do. I told him. And he says, okay, we'll make it happen. Long story short, just wanting to do something, not knowing what it would be, I could have taken that gold, those things, it was, it was rings and, and um, like I think also like hair rings as well, ear earrings. And it was all there. And do you know what happened? I wasn't interested in that stuff. I was more interested in what's going to come out of it. I'm trying to help somebody right now. Don't be swayed for settling for less when God is holding you in reserve for the best. Are y'all with me this morning? Are y'all with me this morning? Because I tell you what, this thing is getting deep. It's getting deep to the extent that you and I have to understand that here are all of these different features. I don't know about them. What are these things? What are the olive trees, the two olive trees? What are these seven pipes? What, what, what are? And later on he's going to ask, and who are these two? There are some questions you will have. Let me say this. If I say nothing else this morning, as long as you live and I live, we will always have questions. It's a part of our human nature to question. But the thing I love about God is that he takes that same question mark and he works with us until he straightens it and straightens it. And after a while, what was a bent question mark becomes an exclamation mark. Well, I sincerely trust that you've been blessed and challenged to be lights in this world. You know, the Apostle Paul admonished the Philippian church to remember you have an assignment. And that assignment is to be done without disputing or murmuring. As you shine in a world of darkness, I pray that you will let your light shine so that men may see your good works and glorify God who is in heaven. So until next time, I shall come to you with more Concepts for Living. May God bless you 
and yours. Concepts from living. Concepts from living. Concepts from living can change your life.